Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast, and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated. Yeah, very good. Look at you getting after it early. Oh, this is early. Or is yeah. this like, or is this hair of the dog? Oh, this hair of the dog. Oh, this hair of the dog type no of vibe. No about it. Man, no question. You don't know what hair of the dog is? Damn, it's a, it's dude. a. He don't party. Don't forget. Yeah, it's like you gotta keep drinking the next day to, uh, to make your like once you basically like once you align yourself with uh, El Diablo, you gotta keep. You gotta you, you, you just gotta wanna, wean yourself off of it. <laughs> you you want to keep going in that direction because then really that it's the hair of the dog that bit you. Yeah, I can't believe you don't know. This. Like you're supposed to eat the hair. Of, yeah, it's a bar too it's down the down below. Hair of the dog that bit That's you. That's popular. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, yeah. You're on skydive, but I know you heard a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Come to where I'm from podcast episode 126. Our guest today is Sherrod Small. Yes. I was just making the great fucking Sherrod Small. I for one am thrilled you're here. Yeah, me too. And I've been a fan for years. I appreciate that. Really. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So what? What? What were you up to? Are you still going from last night? Uh, Well, last night I did about three or four shows at the uh, cellar and the stand, and then I hung out with friends. It was a friend's birthday, so then we wilded it out, and then yeah, I got home about six in the morning. Six in the morning. Six a.m. Baby. Six in the morning. There's a song like that. Six in the morning. I don't know what it I is. I think it might Thursday be Thursday morning. Is 6 it Snoop? Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. I think uh, Simon and Garfunkel too. Tuesday yeah. morning, six a.m. Call- he's calling for prayers for his mom. Snoop is on uh. Instagram. Oh, is, was his mother sick? I think something's up with her. So oh man! Prayers to Snoop's mom. I ain't even hear about that. Ah, uh, please Jesus! Prayers. Big shout! Please Jesus! <laughs> Big shout! I've met Snoop a couple times. Really? Yeah, I never Make met his Snoop's mother, mom but I met him. Well, because uh, anyway, hopefully, yeah. yeah. So uh, you're from Brooklyn too, huh? Born and raised. Born and raised. Brooklyn, New York. Went to Bishop Lachlan High School. Uh-huh. Catholic shit. It was great. Oh, you're Catholic? Uh, for high school, I went to Catholic school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you, like, not Catholic anymore? Well, I grew up at a Presbyterian church. Mm-hmm. I guess what, Presbyterian church, Baptist house, Jewish fucking neighbors. <laughs> In New yeah. York, you yeah, a little bit of everything. Right. That's <laughs> good, though. Yeah. Jewish fucking neighbors. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. we Everybody all share religions. Those. What about now? Are you do you uh, are you still do you still go to church or anything like that? Ah, I ain't been to church in several Easter's. You still pray? No, <laughs> but I still put the pressure on my kid. My daughter's thirteen. Uh huh. And you tell her to go? I tried to, like when she was younger, she went every Sunday because my mother would take her. Right. Her. But now, uh, yeah, I think she's more into science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm raising a nice lesbian nerd. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes. Is she wo- hella woke? She's uh, woke, but she loves animation. She doesn't her schoolwork and animation. She does like that's you know, cool. Yeah, yeah. She's um, really dedicated. Has she like is she into the NFT realm yet? Like, because if like what is some, somebody gets into animation now, they're they're that's a cash cow industry. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what she. Uh, yeah, she's uh, she's it's, all the way in it. She's going to high school of smart. Uh, technology in Jersey. So yeah, she's excited about it. NFTs are non fungible tokens. There we go. You know, so it's like, it's basically a way to sell art, digital art on the blockchain. Right. Is that the Bitcoin stuff? It's Bitcoin. Yeah. Yes. So if, so if you get like, 
dialed into animation and learned 3D programs, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna make a killing. Yeah, you're make good. a killing. It's good that she's doing that. Good, because Daddy likes one. nice stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I wish I had gone that direction. <laughs> yeah. Are you still with the baby's mom? Or no, but we're just close friends. But close no, we're not friends. together romantically. No. Did you guys try to raise it together? To oh, we still raise it together, but we're just not romantically in a relationship. Yeah. Which I think it's kind of a better way to do it. Right. I why? Mean, why do you think that? Because I'm we ask, don't have to have a, for a friend. Like. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think we keep our romantic like uh, emotions out of it. Right. So we we stay focused on our kid. Yeah. And I think that's just a, it's a better way for us. It kind of makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Because yeah. that, that romantic thing, man, it's just it's sketchy between humans. It's yeah. just proven. If there's anything proven, it's that romance between humans is some sketchy Misog- Yeah, I don't yeah. care you what, what your thing is, whatever. It's sketchy. Monogamy <laughs> is hard. Yeah. For, like, I don't even try to pretend. I, I was in a relationship for 11 years. That's mm-hmm. not like my longest relationship. But we grew into like brother and sister after time. You got to right. really work on romance. Yeah. You can still love a motherfucker, but it'll be more like your fucking niece yeah. instead of your girl. Yeah. yeah. How long does it take you to, to let go of that thing and realize, okay, we got to move past the romance he's asking for a friend (laughs) for sure asking (laughs) i happen to know he's asking no no but but you know like what you said is like okay we're raising her together but there's that point in the relationship where the relationship breaks up and then the ego starts kicking in and um then and people go breakups could be nasty yeah my breakup was actually with a girl that wasn't the um the mother of my kid. Oh no, I'm asking about the mother of the, your oh, kid. Oh, we we started out like that, so we've always oh, been like that. So you were okay. friends all just, always friends all all the way through. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we were never like uh, exclusively dating and shit like that. That's cool. And I think it just worked out for us. It Got don't work it. for everybody, but it I worked for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. so far so good. Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, at 13, it seems like you're kind of almost at the at the w- finish line. At one of the finish lines. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, you're at the. You know, you, you definitely traverse some difficult terrain already. Yes. Successfully. Because you never know. You never know what's going to stick when you. Because you know, when you're raising a kid, I don't. I only got one kid, so you tell them things and you try to you know put things in them, but you yeah. don't know what's staying in there or leaking back out. And what has stuck? I think everything. I really? think that bitch is just observant and she's just glue and she just takes it all in. Now, when you when when you first had her, did she did, did it split time? Did did the mother mainly have her most of the time because of breastfeeding? Well, during the week, that? yeah, like, yeah, yes. And but then, I would go there. But you, then I would take hang. the baby with me and just you know you can put titty milk in bottles now. Right, that's true. Yeah. They figured that out. Ah, uh, the that, Chinese figured it out. The Chinese are figuring every everyone. <laughs> yeah. So that's a question for his friend. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so then you would take her on the weekends, yes. basically. Yep. Oh, okay. Alone? Yeah. yeah. Alone. And it's real. No help. No help. How, well, I, well, I have my sister go? sometime, okay, and so but it was help. all. But it was me at my house by myself with her. Oh, and how would shit. that go? It was uh, it was difficult at first, but it was it was you you learn. What was the first time you and the, like how old was the like baby girl? Let's say her name. What, what? Asha. She was Asha. like six Great months. Great name, maybe. by the way. Thank you, Asha. I love yeah. that. Thank you. Hard to come up with a killer name. Yeah, a nice one. That's Asking not too for gray. a friend. Yeah, <laughs> Asha's good. Asha's good. Yeah. It is. Uh, <laughs> what's it mean, Asha? Uh, I'm not really sure. No. I think it's just like peace and a peace. Uh, and a loved one or something like that. Okay, so what was the first time like when you're at home, baby girl Asha, baby Asha, and, and like what? She's a couple weeks old. Yeah, maybe like um, maybe like a, a, month, a, a month or so. A month yeah, old. Yeah. First, 
And then what's that like? Are you I like, mean, like, oh, fuck. Like, come on. Well, that definitely when you first by yourself with first a baby, by, it's yeah. like, okay. Like, what's up? <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me not let this thing die while it's with me. <laughs> right. Right. So let me get it back right. to the mother alive. Breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I think, like, like, just trying to keep her alive, it's like, she... She was easy with me. She she could see my concern even as a baby. Oh yeah, she knew. And she would be like, "All right, take, take it I'm easy, take it easy breathe." On <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, she's the best boss I ever had. Really? Yes. Oh my god. But the real difficult part for me was the like when you got to wipe this kid. Uh huh. It's like now it's just you. She pooped. Yeah. Now it's wiping time. And this could be like pamper wiping all after she already used the toilet. You still okay. got to get in there. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't do it enough, your kid's going to get a rash. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you do it too hard, nigga, you molesting her. <laughs> <laughs> so she had it to is, give me the eye. It is like, like a uh, sketchy thing. Like, it's so sketch. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> not the lack of sleep? Uh, <laughs> no, sleep was fine. She slept. Wow. But the wiping is the terror. The wiping yeah. is the terror because you're like, where am I crossing the line over here? I, <laughs> I felt the same way. Terror. I, He's got a daughter. I have a 10-year-old. Yes. And I've never, before my daughter was born, I never touched baby, was never near babies, don't know what you do. with. And I, oh, I want a kid until you get it. But that, un, that like, okay, you, you're like, uh, you told my girlfriend, you, you wipe her, you do these things. But then it, I did it exclusively. Right. But it becomes... Uh, it, you become, you get good yeah, at it, and then you're like this. What do I use these skills after she grows yeah, up? Nothing, <laughs> right. nothing. Get in the, uh, I don't, well, I don't want to make that, that joke. Yourself. There's a joke that came, but I'm not, not There's gonna, a couple links, I guess, you're going to... not going to go there. Just going to go ahead and leave. <laughs> I'm putting pampas and talcum on grown men next uh, week. <laughs> I mean, I hear there's a lot of money in that. I'm sure it is. I mean, the swaddle, on, you get that's paid also. for that. <laughs> so you grew up oh, in man. Brooklyn, huh? Yeah, Brooklyn. And Bed-Stuy Heights. Bed-Stuy. Heights. Who said Heights? Uh, the the joking. real estate people? Uh, I'm joking. That's real estate talk. <laughs> what was that like? Uh, Brooklyn was cool, man. You know, everybody had about the same stuff, so. Mm-hmm. I grew up on Decatur Street, Howard, Saratoga. You know, it was like a family. Everybody was there. Mm-hmm. We knew it was rough in the neighborhood. It could be rough, but our block was safe. Like uh, our immediate area, because we knew most people. And there was a good, nice community spirit yeah. type of vibe. Yeah, a lot of homeowners, a lot of people own their own brownstones. Unlocked doors. Wow. That time, yeah. Unlocked like doors. We just went right up to each other's houses all the time. And now you're still in Brooklyn? Or no, I'm in uh, Manhattan now. Manhattan? I moved, yeah. I went to college in Maryland. I came back and I moved to Manhattan. What neighborhood around here? Uh, right now, I'm down in the village. I'm down here in the village. Oh, but I was okay. on Aubrey side for like 15, 20 years. Yeah. I just moved back to Brooklyn. Okay, how you I, like it? I, I love it. Yeah. I was in the East Village during this whole craziness. Right. I, I had, I'd been in like Red Hook. I was in Dumbo back in the day. Like, yeah. And then I got an apartment in the East Village, and then this whole crazy shit happened. Right. And then somebody had this apartment in the uh, in downtown back, Brooklyn. Back in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. That's dope. Downtown. Uh, another one of my friends moved from East Village to Brooklyn uh, during this, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I love it! it lo- it's more room to breathe. <laughs> it's better restaurants, I think." Okay, when you live in Brooklyn, you have Brooklyn and you have Manhattan. Right. You have both because you're going to be in Manhattan almost every other day, right? Like, all the time, you're going to be in Manhattan. When you live in Manhattan. Brooklyn doesn't even exist. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Unless like, you got like family and stuff there. Yeah, you know. I mean, you're just Bobby. in Manhattan. Like, yeah. yeah. So it expands your world if you go, if you go move back to Brooklyn. Well, the thing is too, when you like one of my friends, she moved from Fifth Avenue uh, to Brooklyn for like because uh, she was renting a place out for like a year or uh-huh. whatever. 
But she was like, all her friends never visited her in Brooklyn. Why would they? Because they would not come there. It's like they came all the time to her house over here in Manhattan. Yeah. But once she went to Brooklyn, she's like, nobody came by and saw me. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice, Brooklyn. It's lovely. Plus, I'm living in like a gentrified area with like lo- lots of families. <laughs> and so, Yeah, I know that's bad, I guess. But I'm just saying. Like, they threw my grandmama out. I'm sorry. <laughs> They did? Like, no. I, I mean, it's just, it, what I mean by that is it's like young families. It's a hip it's just, place, yeah, It's yeah. very peaceful. Right, right. You know But that's I mean? like the Upper East Side is like that, too. Right. It's like laid back. And a more, lot of New York is like that. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, people don't understand that it's so, so many subcultures and like sub-neighborhoods that make up New York. Right. That you can be two blocks away from something else and it'll be a whole different experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I love about it. The energy of just walk, doing like nighttime walks and just like, you know, there's... I don't know. It's empty. Yeah. But, you know, know, everybody can't take those nighttime walks. We grown men, but, you know, Asians getting chased, women getting chased. That's true. <laughs> so, I always, when I walk at night, I love the city at night. I, I love know. riding my bike at night, but I yeah. know that I'm good if I do that. Only people I fear is the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Not the crooks. <laughs> but I actually heard you say something in an interview where you're talking about, like, actually the scariest person to come across in an, in the hood is a is a white woman well, by herself by herself at night. <laughs> what is this bitch about? <laughs> I thought that was funny as Patrice hell. Patrice had a bit about that, about not throwing away his garbage. God oh, forbid. Keep the receipts. It, 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 no, no. Oh, it, land on a hand. Land yeah. on a dead white now girl with Coca his Coca fingerprints Coca, on he's Coca, it. Yeah. He's a Coca-Cola killer because... <laughs> yeah, the Coca-Cola killer. Because he's lazy. I throw, my, I throw my garbage in the trash can. I don't litter. <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure that, you know, you don't have evidence on the body. And so you're um, cousins with Chris Rock and Tony and Tony yeah, Rock. Yeah, me and Tony right? started together. And, okay, uh, that that's what got you into comedy. Yeah, is I heard you saying like seeing Chris bring home hot girls and stuff like that. Yeah, That'll that do was it, one man. of them. Yeah, the hot that's girls the- and. Albie Shore came, picked him up. Nigga, really? he's in high school. He was like this. Okay, we're doing this. Albie Shore did? <laughs> Albie, he was on tour with Albie Shore. Wow. When Albie Shore was Albie Shore. Right. And all the girls would be like this. Y'all can introduce us to Albie Shore? I'll be like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, wait, it's a side question. Is that Albie, is Albie Shore's real name Albie Shore? No, I'm sure it it's can't not. be, right? I think I'll it might be Al. Really. That can't be. It's, it's definitely Al. It may be Al The B. Shore? I know. The Shore. He like, <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, never thought that before. Just always took it for that's the guy's name. All right. That's crazy. But yeah, so, it was exciting just to see that and then see Chris, you know, how Chrissy like just worked on his craft. So, you know, we was yeah. we was always comedy nerds from fucking eight years old. Albert Joseph Brown the third. Albert oh. Joseph Brown the third. So yeah, I'll be sure he did good with that. Doesn't matter like it doesn't matter. You can change your name. A name matters. Yeah. You can change it to a cool name. Robert Zimmerman changed it to Bob Dylan. Robert yeah. Zimmerman was pretty cool anyway. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you. But Zimmerman got uh, ruined by that dude in Florida, didn't it? Oh, probably. <laughs> recently. Yeah, recently. recently. Yeah. Dylan was the good Trayvon. for fifty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and but so and Chris Rock, that's his real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock Tony is right. Rock. Yep. What, a, what a name. Yeah. Man, and your name is your real name yeah, too. Yeah, Small. Shroud yeah. Small. Yes. That's My middle cool. name is isn't. Isn't? <laughs> no, sir. <certainly>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that joke in second grade. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got the dry hump of girl over that joke. <laughs> really? It worked? It worked. How many times did it work? I've been using it since second grade. A lot. It's worked a lot. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving. Right. 
did it work last night? That's my next question. Uh, no, so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah last night was that, fun. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was great. God, you're having way more fun in life than I am. I can tell you that right now. I'm totally sober, dude. Oh, you're totally sober. How long have totally you been sober? sober. It's been like a month now. Oh, okay. Not that You're brand long. new to it. So I was like on this tip like not that long ago. So okay. I'm not high stepping over here. Okay. There's no high stepping going on. So only a month. You What happened a month ago that you said I need a month to fucking. Well, a lot's going on in my life. Like, Here we go. You know, so I'm asking for a friend. Asking for a friend <laughs> things. <laughs> you know, like, and so. Yeah, it was actually I wasn't like drinking or taking hard drugs, but I was on this kava kratom thing. Have you ever heard of kava and kratom? No. What the hell is that? Oh my Buddy God. cops? <laughs> it's weird. It's like this root drink thing, and and the, there's some kava bars around, and and actually a lot of recovery people wind up going there because it gives you the illusion that you're getting fucked up where you're not really... It's not but, alcohol. But you kind of are. What is it? Because it's a liquid? Yeah, it's like root, a... A root beverage. It's a root beverage. Okay, it's yeah. like a Jamaican thing? Can you look it up real yeah, quick? I forget. I it's should from know. one of the islands. thousands yeah, yeah, yeah. and thousands of dollars it, it on has, this stuff. It fucks you up a little bit, it but fucks it's you up a little no bit. alcohol, no drugs. It's definitely worth checking out. I've got to check it out. You should I'm check a, it out. Interesting. So what is it? Like the, the root is doing the fungus? Is the fungus in it? It's, it's like a root. It's a plant. It's a plant root. And kratom is like from the coffee uh, family. Okay. It's a crop but kratom, from the Pacific Islands named yeah. Kava. And, okay. and kratom is like opiate addicts go to kratom and like you can get a habit with kratom so i had a habit with it with kratom with kratom now what does kratom look like and kratom it looks like a drink of tea or you can take it in pills or it comes in powder oh, okay. it's like every which way but loose okay anyway i just like <laughs> I, I was like I, I gotta stop doing this like it was like one of those things where you know smoking weed all the time and just like you know I just wasn't feeling where my life was going. I hear you. So I went like extra, extra sober, did some fasting, lots of prayer. I hear that. Doing the running and all that. And what does Kratom make you feel like? Like, what is it? It can do all kinds of things. It can give you energy. Like, uh -huh. it actually is a good, like, pre-workout thing if you take a certain amount. Or it can, like, completely, like, zen you out, too. Like, if you take a lot of it. Like, or it do can, nothing it, at it all. It can have, like, an opiate effect. So, wow. And there's like, yeah, there's this one place, Kava Sutra in the East Village. You should go check that place out. Uh -huh. Shout out Kava Sutra. Although. You forgot to mention two things. One, what? it's disgusting. It tastes terrible. And oh, does it? And it's expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. expensive. <laughs> like how expensive? Like, dude, I would spend. $10 a drink. No, I would go there. I would spend like 100 bucks a day. Like, at, like. Better, really? Every day. Coke. Like every day. Like it's the most expensive drug habit I've ever had. <laughs> and I've had some habits. Like, so what? It's like, <laughs> no, it's like. It's it, curious. It, and it barely gets you. Like, and you're going like, why do I keep doing this? And right. yet it's so weirdly addictive. Really? It's weird. It's not the experience of going to a bar that's associated it's with that it. It's that too. And there's a good crew group of people there right it's so it's a social thing too yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it brings interesting people in and right. you get into like these interesting conversations and there's no real hangover from it really okay which is nice that part's good and where's it coming in from like who makes it um is it american or it's like somewhere it's Poly good? polynesia what is oh it? polynesia yeah, so pacific South Pacific. Islands. okay yeah. pacific islands and, and tonga i had a whole ex-girlfriend who lived in tonga she and was from there she was hot as fuck really oh tell me about her she was hot <laughs> i met her in dc she was slim her whole family was big motherfuckers but uh -huh. she was slim and just golden really skin was just gold what happened to so her off, i mean we was this is like Still right after college number. we've been running i'd say all like in vegas maybe a few years ago is she on the gram 
<laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> yes, I'm sure she is. <laughs> but yeah, she was I'm, an, I'm an incel, by the way. That's yeah. an involuntary celibate. That's my new. That's okay, you're going to do a lot this month. It's <laughs> 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 a busy month. Okay, so I'll be sure's coming over, and you're watching Chris sort of blow up, and he goes from kind of nerdy cat, like that's maybe slightly annoying, to all of a sudden he's blowing up and becoming a star, and you're going like, oh my god, this is this is the thing. Oh yeah, this is the thing. How we old were you? How old were you then? Maybe like 11, 12. Wow. I remember so one young. time we went to uh, like a celebrity basketball game with uh, Chrissy at a. Uh, and uh, it was at St. John's. Me and uh-huh. Tone went with them. And that really sealed the deal for us because it was this girls galore. First of all, we young, you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And uh, like Big Daddy Kane was there. He wow. came up to Chrissy. They shaking hands. Some girl touched Big Daddy Kane's hand with her finger. Like, I touch his hand. And this is a hot girl going mm-hmm. ape shit. Me and Tone was like, it ain't no way in the world we not doing this for a living. Is that when he had that hit, I go to work? Uh, yeah, he had that out there. Yeah, man, I got to do. Smooth a- operator had just came out, and Chrissy was in that video, in a music video, and that's what? why I'm a biggie. Yeah, he's in a barbershop chair in smooth operator video with a uh, big was daddy. Was he Kane. living in your building? Is that when you? No, uh, we when you and Chris when you were growing up. Uh, we lived this? in separate houses on the same block. On the same block, but we was oh, always right. in each other's. Yeah, got I got into a car accident in high school with. Uh, I go to work like you know, big daddy. I think it's big daddy Kane. I go to work like a doctor, oh, yeah. train the brain, and main to fox you. That one is that big daddy Kane. <laughs> that's no, that's a Kumo D. Oh, that's Kumo D. Right? Kumo. Anyway, I mean, yeah. he had beef with LL. I flipped my car, and that song was playing, and. <laughs> Then I'm like sitting there upside down in my car and that song is still playing. I go to work. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Anyway. Where I was this? In the city? In Ohio. In Ohio. I'm from Ohio, yeah. Okay. Where in Ohio? Akron. How do you flip your car? Over a guardrail. You went over the guardrail? Over, like- over the guardrail, yeah. Actually, my ex-girlfriend was driving. I was in the passenger seat. Just arguing with her? Not really. We were on our way to a Was con- it an Eminem video? Basically, yeah. We were on our way to a concert in Cleveland, and there was like it was like snowing. It snows uh. like nine months out of the year there. And then... Like she went off to this, like, oh no, we had to take a leak, and she pulled over to like take a leak just on the side of the at highway, at ninety miles an hour, probably at like eighty <laughs> miles per hour, and then hit ice on the side, and just like uh, we just went right over a guardrail and flipped. That's bananas. Yeah, we were drinking, all kinds of crazy shit. Then, <laughs> then all of a sudden, people like came, like thought we were we going to be dead, but we like crawled out. Cops and paramedics were on their way. I like went back in the upside down car. And grabbed all like the like I had I, even though I was in high school I was on the case I like grabbed all the <laughs> empties and beer I'm throwing them in the like uh, you know a bag and then I like take Wiping it out I, down I, the I run I run up the hill I throw them over the ledge and I come back the paramedics are there and then I, there's a few left I see I go back in I grab them I put them in a bag and then the cops are like hey you come here everybody else went to the paramedics right. They put me in the back of the squad car, right. and I like had this bag full of empties <laughs> with you, <laughs> with me. But I like left them right before I got Under in the, the squad seat. car. Under the seat. <laughs> no, just on the side of the road. And then I watched the cop like walk, like interview me about what happened. Then he's walking to the paramedics to get the uh, their story to see right. if it matched up. And I watch him like slowly walk by the bag and like look at it. I'm like, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. And he doesn't. He like gets it, looks in the bag. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, that's not man. mine. That's not mine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then what happened? 
Did your white justice uh, save you? Did you get arrested? <laughs> did that white privilege get you out of there? <laughs> but you weren't driving. You could Honestly, drink. I think it did. Yeah. I honestly did. I do think it did get us out of there because, like, we didn't really get in any trouble. Yeah. I mean, but nobody else was in, tr- like, there, we didn't hit anybody or anything like that. I would have got arrested. I would have got a parking ticket and a speeding ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is your car on the side of the road? It's illegally down. parked. You can't park upside down. Yeah. I don't think we really got into any trouble for that. Wow. I mean, but, but, Joyride. But, yeah. but in the end, all he found was two, like, empties in a bag. So there right, wasn't right, right. really much he could do. Right. Because I had gotten rid of everything else before they had come. But, yeah. And she was driving. And she was driving. That saved you, too. That saved us, too. Was she hot? So. Now, after y'all yeah. crashed, did y'all pee on yourselves? Because she had to go to the bathroom in the first place. So if I'm upside down, I'm like this. Fuck it. I'm going to let it go now. I might as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would nowadays. Then I was afraid of pee. <laughs> Holy shit It sounds like it comes with dark stories <laughs> He's like I'm a, I'm Back a, then I was afraid of pee Then you looked I, off I, in the distance <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hurt him <laughs> Oh yeah You don't know the half of it bro <laughs> Okay oh, so Chris shit. and I'll be sure And, and Big, uh, Daddy Big Daddy Kane <laughs> Big Daddy And yeah. then but how did you start working on your craft? Did you start going and seeing him and seeing what he was putting together and yeah. how he was doing it? Yeah. Go like, we used to go to like the comic. Whenever we could, like Chris, he'd take him to the comic strip if he had like an early show or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like times like that, we saw him and we saw him like on video when we saw him on TV and he mm-hmm. had like video, he videotaped all his sets and audio taped all his sets. So we would listen to that shit in the house with nobody around, just me and Tone. Wow. For years, and we looked at like Lucian from the comic strip and Richie Tinkin. These motherfuckers are like superheroes to us. Mm-hmm. Like we looked at these motherfuckers like they played for the Knicks. Right. <laughs> like these are the dudes who own the club. We was like, ah, oh, fucking comic club owners. Yeah. Like to this day, even though they passed, but it still meant a lot to us as kids because we were really into it. Now, isn't that amazing? To like, I feel like the new generation doesn't have these kind of same dreams as much as we did back in our day. I think like, they do, but we just don't different. know what they are. Because I talked to my daughter about it, and she uh-huh. has people she look up to, and I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Right? But, uh, yeah, good for you. Okay, good. So I think we all have our own things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. But it's so great. Like, I think if kids knew that if they had that kind of passion or that kind of spark, that you you've already won. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. Vic. That's what winning is yeah. having that desire. Because some people don't even have that desire. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? gotta find that fire and find that passion. Absolutely. Fucking fight for it. Yeah, yeah. and it, it does. I mean, like it's like you could joke, like, oh yeah, seeing Chris with the hot girls, but it. It, it was act, all about the jokes, really. It, it was act, all about the, the craft. It, uh, yeah, but it, but it does also, that the sexual thing is the engine of everything. Yeah. Like, if you can align that sexual energy yeah. with, like, your passion. Yeah. Now I'm going to go, like, all, like, semen retention <laughs> on you. But, like, it's a big deal. Yeah, I like, agree. That, that's like, like Nikola Tesla. He was, like, he was a, he was a voluntary celibate. Like, he was, like, a, yeah. he was, like, a, like a cool dude back in the day, but he was like, no, nope, I'm just going to like work on my like passion and stuff like was that. Was he working on a dick machine? That's why he probably <laughs> used his dick. He was like, one day I'll break through with, well, with yeah. lightning. And But I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> did he? I'm ma- voluntarily celibate right now because but I don't want. <laughs> he made that thing that sparks purple things like everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like that's like a big cosmic dick if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, like, going, he was like, building it. Going crazy. He was building. <laughs> Coming you, all over everything. Basically, he was like, if I build it, 
they, they will, will come. come. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> that car accident didn't take everything from him. <laughs> Still got it. So, so like, when was the first time you started getting on stage and doing it? I did it one time in Baltimore that I liked it because I was down there before I came back home. Mm-hmm. So I did it one time down there. Then I called Tone. Tony was still in New York. I was like, I'm coming home. We starting comedy. Wait, like, you were in Baltimore? I was still in Baltimore. I had just got out of college. Oh, okay. I had a store down there called Materialistic. I opened with a couple of my friends. What was what did that sell? Uh, it was great. We sold like a whole bunch of because everybody down there was coming from school, coming to school from New York, Philly, and all that. So we used to all go home to shop, get jeans and shit like that. So we was like, let's open a store right oh, up okay. in the school, and that shit fucking took off. Oh, nice! It was so a couple you're... blocks from the school, from the school, and everybody would just come there to get the clothes that they would go home to get. Right. So oh, so you would travel. get like good, like city things that yep. would like nod to them, yep. people that want to be in the city type of the life. pants, the parasucos, all that you know, all the things that people want to guess jeans and fucking. Wow. Yeah. Man, it, like we I, sell gold teeth. I would sell slaves if they let us. <laughs> <laughs> Could be arranged. <laughs> you sold gold teeth. Gold yeah? teeth. I did the mount. I did the moldings. Wow. All that, from a whole bunch of motherfuckers downtown Baltimore. Grills or yeah, grills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have to do the moldings. Had them bite down. These hood dudes like this. Bite, <laughs> bite down. Are those still are they still a thing? Are oh yeah, yeah. Are they still Madonna a thing? You got go to Houston a couple of years ago. I have yeah. a friend who's like she designs those too yeah. like, for people, but yeah, I don't know. I would like to do, get some of those one of these days. Maybe so. get some that you can take out. Some you can yeah, take yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. are permanent. You can't get out. Yeah, it's too. Maybe it's too much. If well, I, you know, you can take it out so your grandmama won't be angry. Yeah, well, she's passed, but there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, then you can live your life now. Yeah, I can live my <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so you were like a businessman right away, too. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? I don't know. I think it came from my parents. And what did they do? Uh, well, my mother was an educator for years. My father was a mechanic. My mm-hmm. mother was a professor and a second grade teacher for like 30 years. Wow. She kicked ass. And did you have any brothers and sisters? Yeah, two older sisters. Two older sisters. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they both accomplished bitches. Really? <laughs> yeah. What did they do? Well, one was, uh, she worked for law enforcement, uh-huh. and one does uh, child protection in New York City. Oh, okay. She runs a whole fucking department of people saving kids. Wow. So what is she thinking about all the uh, defund the police thing, the one that works in law enforcement? Oh, uh, yeah. She said, yeah, defund them. We don't need tanks on 34th Street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Oh, okay. We don't need military gear. Right. <laughs> yeah. That don't make you a better cop. Right. So, yeah, we don't need the shit that they had in Desert Storm. Right. In Harlem. Right. <laughs> or oh, anywhere else in yeah, America. Yeah, no, some yeah. police departments are ridiculous. up on stuff like that. Yeah. You yeah. see these armored vehicles. It's like, what are you doing? What right. are you doing? Right. Who do you work for? <laughs> yeah. Not us. Well, I agree with that. But, I, but like, a lot of people think the defund the police thing is about, like, uh, taking away the police. No, of course not. Okay, That's yeah. a silly that's person's not, thought. But yeah, but a lot of people... Like, who don't the want the police? The narrative is that. Exactly. Because but, that's how people but, try to spin it, because right. that's ignorant. Even when you get to the meat and potatoes of that, it's like, that don't make sense. That who says, get all the cops out of yeah, here? Yeah, like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But so, so nobody's saying that? No one's saying that. Okay. No one is saying that. We said, take the tanks from them. Okay, the tanks. Take the bazookas away from them. I'm yeah. down with that. Keep I, the cameras on. <laughs> I'm behind that. Keep the cameras. One SWAT team for emergency. Lose the bazookas. Lose the bazooka. All this I, money. I'm all good with that. I, I'm on team lose the bazooka. We don't 
need tactical gear. Remember but. SWAT was one th- dude, like one team of dudes? Yeah, when yeah, we yeah. watched SWAT as a kid? Right. And the regular cops look like cops. Yeah. Then SWAT came in with military shit. Right. Not everybody. One, yeah. There's one backup. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> everybody SWAT? No, we don't need that. Yeah. It's, it could get scary quick. I'm, I'm all for not having a police state. Because I heard like in Canada, the cops are like, Coming in, the military's coming in from like the COVID thing and all that. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know enough to speak on it, but I just heard like a little weird glimmer of that. Like cops in Canada, it's gone going weird there. They getting uh, more aggressive. Everybody is. You see, shit is falling apart in Colombia right now. Yeah, because the government, you know, they try to do this tax that the people didn't want in the first place. They trying to make up for money that they lost during COVID. But people are poor right now, so it's like, what are you doing? Who are you taking that money from? Right. So now they pull back that fucking uh that suggestion, but people are still like, fuck y'all anyway. We rioted. Mm -hmm. Good for them. Yeah. And police brutality. But George yeah. Floyd, people don't understand how much George Floyd sparked a uh, change around the globe. That's true. As far as police uh, practices are concerned. Yeah. It's like when you see people mention this shit in like Korea or fucking India, like George Floyd, we got George Floyd related stuff. It's like, yeah, it's happening to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. yeah that's All what... that noise is a delivery to our listeners. Sorry. Oh, then <laughs> that's us alcohol. reenacting the uh, that's the car Sherrod's flipping. That's alcohol coming in down the stairs. So you got your business sensibility from your folks. You yeah, think. yeah, I yeah. think so. Hard work ethic. Yeah, yeah, right on. Build it, they will come. They, ins- they instilled it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and are they still together? Are they still no? Around? My mother passed away like three oh, years sorry. ago. So yeah, that was rough. But you know, it's, it's life. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Uh, cancer. I'm sorry. Cancer is a, a bitch. Yeah. But she, uh, you know, I got a long time with her. I got fucking 40 some odd years with her, so. Mm-hmm. But it's never easy. No, it's not easy. This is such a weird life. Lately, I've been waking up going like, man, life is not forever, man. You better get after it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and these are the craziest times. It is. What about your dad? Your is dad, he still around? Yeah, he's still around. He's still in Brooklyn. But he moved down to Virginia, but yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, like right before the pandemic. Yeah. Did your mom get a chance to see your comedy and how you oh, yeah. evolved as oh, a human yeah. and all that? She saw all the comedy. She got to see about you know twenty years of it. Right. So she got to see the comedy. Got to be proud. Got to see me on a lot of TV stuff, a lot of movie stuff. Yeah, you've done so much, man. Yeah. You do a lot of like too much. You do producing. Like, what do you think of that? Do you ever think like because you know how they t- say like. You should focus on one thing at yeah. the exclusion of everything else and become the greatest at that. Or what about like, or versus like doing a lot of things? Like, I think you, if you got a muscle for it, work it. Right. If you got the muscle for it, work it. I mean, yeah. you don't want to overwhelm yourself with things because mm-hmm. you want to, you know, be good at what you do. But right. I don't think you got to concentrate on one, one area, one technique. Yeah. I think you're cheating yourself if you do that. Right. You don't yeah. Have a- uh, uh, plan A, which you focus most of your thing, and then Plan B, like the side project thing. No, I just try to hit it all at the same speed. All know? of it. All of it. I mean, I'm here, so what the fuck? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to hit it all at the same speed. I just try to, you know, if I'm doing it, I try to do it all the way. Right. I don't try to half step it because you know there's no time for it. I had times when I did that a lot, so yeah, you learn from your your mistakes. It's true, and w- even I've found like what I've defined as half stepping it has changed. Right, 
Like yeah. I used to think I was giving it my all, right? And I don't think I really was. <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? I know that. Yes, you know yeah. that feeling when you look back and you're like this. Ah, I could have did more. <laughs> like what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> but when you're in a mix stuff, you go like this. Ah, so much I'm doing. I know, but it's, there's always more you can do. There's always more you can do. Well, I don't, your blind spot is your own like sort of subconscious like self saboteur. You don't yeah. really know that person until you get older and you sort of see that evil twin villain yeah. revealing his head, and you're like, "Oh, it's you again." That's why I never uh, worry about my cousin Tony Rock uh-huh. because his fuel he runs off of revenge. Oh, really? Not only just revenge from other people, revenge of himself, doubting himself. Right. So he never runs out of fuel. Yeah. I never worry about that motherfucker going like this. I don't know if I want to do this no more. Never. Right. <laughs> he runs off of revenge. He runs off revenge, and most of it's just his own fucking thoughts saying oh, you can't or maybe this can't. And he's like, "I'll show you." Right. <laughs> he's got to. Show your attitude. Mm-hmm. That's powerful, though. That yeah. can be that can be a powerful force. Endless, for sure. endless river of fuel. Yeah, <laughs> it's true, man. What is it about human beings? Like we want to like like some of us just have no quit in us. At yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Do you have? Are I you have like that, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like that. You're like that I'm like too. That. I'm a fighter to the end. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So like your first time doing it, what was that like? Oh, it was lovely. So I mean, I was it was nerve wracking, but once you get on stage and it's like this, okay, now it makes sense. Right. When you're looking at it from down there, you're like, ah, what it's gonna be like, what it's gonna feel like, what it's gonna. But yeah. once you get it, it's like this, oh, okay, right. Ah, the shit fits. Yeah. <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. Yes. And how yeah. much of it was pre is pre written versus what you're just making up off on the top? I'll say it's about maybe 60, 40, 70, 30, depends on the set. Seventy percent written. Yeah. Because okay. I try to, you know, I try to make it organic to the room, but I also right. always got to get back to Fall on your my stuff. My material's number one. Right. So you try to make it look organic. They don't know what's what. The crowd is like, this. I think you made everything up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever have gigs where it's just like you're just on and you're just improvising most of the gigs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then do you get those, like, have you ever had those gigs and it's been amazing but then no one was recording it, and then you had to like try to remember, like, hey, what was all this stuff? And the oh yeah, like yeah, and there was yeah, like a yeah. hot girl hitting yeah. on you, but you're yeah. like, wait, hold on, I need to like write down. Remember. Yeah. But, but but sometimes then later you're on, distracted because there's a girl. <laughs> it's a girl. Does yeah. that ever happen? Oh, definitely. That's why yeah. most of the clubs you can tape, or you can have your audio taper. Everyone right. records. Yeah. You gotta that. tape your shit because yeah. otherwise you'll miss it. You wake up in the middle of the night like, oh, that's how I said it, <laughs> and then it'd be wrong. Right, like the Mitch Hedberg joke, like uh, when I'm going to sleep in the middle of the night, I'll think of something funny, and I either have to get up and write it down or convince myself so that it's not it wasn't that funny. funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I miss Mitch so bad. You knew him? Yes, that's my boy. Really? Yes, I know his oh, wife too. Dude, what was what was he like, man? Mitch what, is just the kindest dude, man. Seemed like a really cool sweet, dude. Sweet, sweet dude. Just I'm a gentle. big fan. Yeah, it's you just know you knew Earth clubs? wasn't. Yeah, yeah, from the clubs, from the comedy cell and all that. You know I'm who he is? I'm every night. I know who he is. He's like I've a never... one-liner guy, like yeah, no, Stephen Wright, but like more I spoke to his wife like so a month ago. how did he come up? How did, what was his trajectory? Who, oh, Mitch? Yeah, comedy seller to... He just did comedy clubs. Yeah, he was just doing clubs around the country. But he was in a city doing a bunch of clubs too, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Mitch was just his own unique thing. But it had to take, you know, it was times when people were like this, that motherfucker ain't funny. Right. And then he, you listen to it, you go, like, oh, shit, this nigga's a beast. <laughs> but I'd always knew he was a beast. He was just yeah. a beast. Yeah, but yeah, in a certain kind of way, he could come off as like like sneaky funny. Like Yeah, it's not like, easy to write like that. Right. 
and you don't. Know, some, some, it's like he he trimmed the he trimmed. Yeah, that noise. Yeah, that's that okay. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's okay. Somebody's fucking a water buffalo in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was me. No, <laughs> but Mitch found that Mitch found his thing. He cut he cut words off. Some comics artists will fucking throw the most words on it just to fucking scramble things up. Right. It's like get that shit out the way. Yeah. That's how he he wrote. He yeah. wrote. He cut the fat off like of it. Writing a poem and taking out words to see how well it will go before yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was funny as hell, man. The silences. I learned a lot from him. Just silence between stuff. It's like that's the most powerful time on stage. Like between words. Mm-hmm. And he Why is that? that? Because it's just because you control the ebb and flow of it. So words we all share, but you got to the the timing of it is the pauses and the fucking where you stop and. Let something breathe before you hit it with something else. Mm-hmm. It's like that's really where it is. <laughs> that's really where the shit is. Do you ever think about how powerful words are? Oh yeah, it's just a bunch of grunts and exhales and. Isn't that crazy? But yeah, how powerful words are. Just because how, it means something. And how, if you allow yourself to write, you're basically giving yourself power. Yeah, and therapy. And therapy. Yeah, <laughs> get it out. It's crazy. The shit's just stacking up inside of you. <laughs> Have you ever the- gone through long periods where you didn't write and then gave it back to yourself to write and were like, oh, my God? Yeah. Yeah, not in a while, but yeah. Yeah. Or like just like write about different things. Mm-hmm. They'll switch up shit, but yeah. Yeah. I write a lot of bullet points, bullet points, bullet points, but sometimes when I do long form, it's like, okay, this is more like, I can't do that every day, but when I do it, it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. You know? You do bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, meaning like what, one-liner type things? One, or? two lines to, you know, so I can get back to something and I know how to add things to it and ah. see what happens from that, then I make it longer. Right on. But with, with comedians and material as opposed to musicians, um, your old material, is, is, is it like not gone, gone, but you like, oh, I'm, I can't go back to it. Like Some an old it. song where you want to play it. Oh, let me dig up that old song from the catalog. You can't go back to your old jokes, or can you? Oh, well, on the road and stuff you can. Not for like television you can't. You mean like, so it's like when you, you go to a specials. different city, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you use your seller material from 10 years ago that... Maybe some, nobody saw. I might, I might use some of that. But yeah, you have it archived at home. Yeah, I have it archived at home, and I got it archived in my brain. I got it on my computer. I got notebooks galore. Okay, so you have it all. Yeah, but I got once it all. you got, once you put it on TV, it's done. Or once it's you, done. Once, once you, you put make it a special, uh, even if you put it on Instagram, it's done. Oh, really? Because uh, you can't use like jokes from Instagram on an HBO special, on right. Netflix special. No, That's, that material is already out there. Right. So they'll go through that to make sure that you ain't putting that on a special. So uh, once you put it to the public, it's done. Right. <laughs> it was like taped. Yeah. And a lot of eyes get on it. Now, I know some people who will scrub things off the internet and then try to change the joke up and add it to the specials. I'm, I've seen that. Really? Yeah. But you definitely got to be aware of that. That once it's on Instagram or Facebook, money. <laughs> yeah. The network's like this. We don't want that. <laughs> right on. And then, so from Baltimore, you came to New York, and or you came, I came back, back to home, New York, yeah. back to New York, and wh- and how long did it take you to get into the like the comedy cellar and that, all that? Uh, it took me six months before I got past to the cellar. That's pretty that's quick, it. right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's quick as fuck. How's that really possible? Cool. I, not even, you can't even do that now. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, um, I started doing comedy. Me and Tone started in like a July of you 98. You guys started together. Eight, yep. Yeah. July 98. 
and then uh, yeah, I got passed at the cellar in January. Yeah. But I was doing shows every fucking night. Me and Tom, he's doing bringer shows, open right. mics every night, several shows. Right. I had to fucking join new acting classes because I ran out of people to bring to bringer shows. Oh, I had really? to meet new people. At the bringers. I was on a subway like, like this. Hey, how you doing? You like comedy? Come to a show. Hey, nice skirt. <laughs> right. Just to get people in the room. Honest question. Yeah. Look at yourself back in 98 when you got after six months into the cellar. Yeah. Were you funny? Yes. Okay. I was funny. Uh, they would have, yeah, I was funny. But I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't what I am now, of course. But I knew, I knew the, 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 the structure of it. And I knew how to make a crowd you, laugh. You cracked the matrix. You yes. Knew I know how to be a little edgy. And I fucking put that set together. And I was like, all right, I'm going I'm to just work that set. And I was working at the comic strip and all that. So once me and Tone hit the cellar, we auditioned on the same night, back to back, mm-hmm. and we both passed. That's amazing. But it was like, it was, uh, it was, but we never even, I never came to the comedy cellar before I got passed there. I wouldn't hang out there. I wouldn't do none of that. None of that. I didn't want to go there until I was on stage there. Why? I just didn't. I just didn't. I just didn't want it. Me and Tone, we yeah. stayed at the Boston Comedy Club around the corner. But until we got passed, and like when everybody was going around the corner to their spot to the cellar, we'd be like, just be uh, after audition. Because I want my own, my first impression from me to be my audition in front of you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want you judging me from nothing else. Right. Or even get it in your head like that what this my is like shit some is. kind of monstrous right. thing to deal with. Yeah. Right. That, that makes sense. I stayed clear, passed, and I was there every fucking day. First week, I got like 12 spots. That's incredible. Yeah. How long did it take you to find your own voice? Like, how, were you Still st- looking for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel you on that. But who were your like, biggest influences back then? A lot. I guess, you know, Chris Rock and then... Uh, uh, you know, David Tell and Colin Quinn, of course. Mm-hmm. Why, Keith of course. Robinson. Well, it's Colin. I've known Colin since I was like 11, too. So Colin's always been around. We always looked up to Colin because he used to work at the comic, comic strip. He used to be a bartender mm-hmm. really? at the comic strip. I was like 9 or 10 when we first met Colin. He used to be the only white dude who came to Brooklyn with Chrissy because <laughs> he lived in Brooklyn. Mm. And Colin, we used to see Colin. He used to be the only white dude other than the mailman, nigga, <laughs> who came in our yard. <laughs> and that's the fucking truth. That's funny. I went to his wedding. I know Colin, Colin's family. Wow. Right. Yeah. And I heard you say that, like, Colin was, like, that you, they used to say that Attell took Collins. Oh, yeah, they had a, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember Did uh, you yeah. hear this? Yeah. Back in the day but, that, But uh, it's funny because I was doing a deep dive last couple of days on the whole Carlos Mencia thing because he was just on Bobby's uh, podcast. Okay. Like, uh, um, Bobby Keller? Carlos Mencia was on. Uh, who was the, the Bobby? What's it? He's got the Tiger Belly podcast. Oh, Bobby Lee. Yeah, Bobby, oh, Bobby Lee. Lee. Yeah, yeah. And they really? revisited that, that whole thing. Yeah, and then I, I got to check that and out. Then, and then I heard what you said about Colin, but and Mencia had a lot of valid points this time around this last interview. I'm sure he did. Yeah. From like from like two weeks ago, where he was like, I kind of don't don't know what was going on, but that whole borrowing material, this that or the other, even what you said about the the scariest thing is a white girl, and you said who said that, and then I I was like, wait, Patrice said that before, and it's there's so many similarities. So many similar, yeah, and uh, it's uh, just Chappelle brutal said it before, with you guys. It's just like who, what came first, the chicken or the egg? But you know who's taking what. Now everybody borrows things. Borrows. We get that. Yeah. But when you doing this long enough, you know the difference between borrow and steal. Right. You know the difference. Yeah, but they say you know the feeling he gives you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They say a great artist steals though, and a bad artist, artist borrows, borrows because borrowing means you you haven't hidden the source. Right. If you really steal right. it, 
then you've hidden the source. Right. You only, right. You covered the track. You buried the lead. So <laughs> Mencia or whatever, I guess, borrowed that shit. That's the problem. He didn't steal it enough. Like, well, to he like, claims he didn't, but yeah. Okay, but I'm just saying as yeah, an, yeah. as a point. I don't, yeah. I don't even. I don't have a pony in that race. So yeah. I don't really care. I don't but know. Do you, thing, do you but, have that when you hear a song and you're like, "Fuck, those are my. That's my chord progression. I wrote that." And you have the same. Uh, or, or you're like, "Oh, that's just." It's I don't really calm. care. I, recently, there was a song um that my manager clocked as one of my songs that was that was like a kylie minogue hit or whatever and uh and i and then he played it for me and then he he uh, like outside of me knowing he had like a musicologist look listen, at it look at it <laughs> yeah and that guy came back and said yeah that you have a case here really yeah like and i didn't care and then so I just didn't care. I was like, whatever. I can hear where you, what you're thinking. Right. I, I it made sense. Like there was definitely a relationship, and maybe there was an influence there right. for sure. Probably. But they was. could have come up with it on their own. Anyway, so so he di did this, and so I was like, okay. And he was like, I think we got a case. And I was like, okay, go for it. <laughs> I guess it was more just like, to, like. Just leave me alone. Do what you want. <laughs> and then the songwriter who wrote the song reached out to me personally. Right. After he, and then, and he just started coming at me like, you're crazy. Like he got aggressive towards me and he didn't really realize it wasn't really coming from me. Right. Like, I was yeah. just like, and then when he started getting aggro at me, I was like, well, dude, like, it does sound like it. <laughs> right. It's like, right. It's like, you're acting like it, yeah. you it's don't way know off. what. It, yeah, it's way off. Yeah. It's not way. And then that kind of got my back up a little bit. Okay. Was, but I didn't, I just couldn't sustain the engagement right. of it. Yeah. I finally was just like, I finally appealed to my manager. Like, can we just let this go? I don't want this battle. I yeah, just, it's not worth it. Bad it's just press. not worth it's it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Like, what am I going to... Maybe I'd make some money or something, but I could just as easily invest in crypto. When it comes to stealing, like, getting your material <laughs> stolen, Chrissy always, always told me and Tony, uh, just keep writing. Yeah. That's all you can do. Your right. only defense. Yeah, exactly. Keep writing. How often do you write? Every day I write something. Oh, really? Pretty much. Like, even like if it's one word, I can go back to it and write some shit out. Yeah. Well, yeah. one word is the hardest, man. Yeah. If you like give yourself like it's getting that first word. Yeah. It's getting into the zone of writing. Yeah. It's weird how it goes away if you don't perpetuate it. Yeah, that's know? why the stage was so, it's so important to perform all the time because I think I look, as far as stand up, we do a lot of writing on stage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this yeah. whole last year has been fucking brutal. I want to be a comedian, man. Do so, it. Uh, do I want to do it. Get am on I stage. Too, am I too old? No, it's never too old. Okay. You know Lewis Black? You, you heard of Lewis Black, right? Hell yeah. He started at like 50. Oh, that's how old I am almost. <laughs> so there so, you go. So yeah, I'm gonna, I am gonna. think I'm going to start because I do have like, I do know crowd work and I do do crowd work because right. I perform music. Right. But I always just have music to go back on. Right. But now more and more, it's just about comedy in between. Yeah. But then I always have a song I can go into. You have that sa a safety blanket. I need to get rid of the safety blanket. But I feel like a yeah. comedian's safety blanket is your written body of work. Yeah. That's your safety blanket. Yeah, and then you be, go yeah. off into the crowd work. Or you just go into the improv land, and, yep. and then if you get into deep waters, you go like, "Let me just back to the material." Back to the material. Yep, that's it. That's right? it. That's it. <laughs> that's fucking it. <laughs> that's it. So okay, so See how far you can swim offshore? I'll be like, oh, "I gotta go back to my shore." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we ask just about the stealing yeah. material? If you're a starting comic, you obviously bring onto the stage 
all your influences, so you're going to sound like other people. Yeah, that's not a problem. So Sounding like people is not a problem. Yeah, not, sound, yeah. Because you got you launch from somewhere. Yeah. But ending up like somebody, that's a problem. That's, that's a problem. <laughs> now, musically, I'll lean into my influences. Like, I'll, right. I'll sound extra David Bowie on purpose, like, sometimes. Yeah. Be, because, to me, that's a sign of confidence that I know I have my own thing. Yes. Like, yes. I'm so confident in my own thing, I'm going to, on purpose, sound extra David Bowie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, I get it. Like, that's my logic behind it. Like, I get it's it. almost like a flex to me. Yeah, that's how Jay-Z it's, do it when he has to do a biggie lyric. Right. It's like, a, it's yeah. a reverse. Yeah. flex yes it's like i'm so confident that i'm me i'm gonna go ahead and try to be yeah you, you know i'm trying to be this person but i'm so me it doesn't matter it don't matter because you enjoy seeing me be whoever exactly yeah because it's still me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is that still in your honor <laughs> wait, wait, a, a question to the two of you because of the parallels which i just thought of if yeah. a musician Wants to go on stage like, okay, I'm going to cover David Bowie. And he does a David Bowie yeah. song. How does it differ from a comedian saying, uh, okay, I'm going to tell a Bill Cosby so, joke now. And you guys well, are going to laugh because I'm going to. That's different. It is and besides that way, Carlos Mencia or whatever, not to put oh, him on. I'm not defending him. On, him. No, yeah. He wasn't saying, hey, this is a bit I stole off of so-and-so. No, but, but, and plus, when you do a David, a David Bowie song, you're like this. Hey, this one's from David Bowie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, so if you do that on stage, you can say, hey, Patrice O'Neill said a joke. With, you yeah. can do that. Yeah. You can do that. You can do yeah, that. you could do that. That's but a whole concert of it. No, but, but <laughs> the I'm difference saying, would be oh, yeah, I do, do a David Bowie song and then say, "Well, that one I just wrote four weeks ago." Yeah, and I love, yeah. you know, <laughs> be like, now, my wifey mom is here. <laughs> speak, yeah, exactly. Speak, good one, <laughs> Iman Reverend. Speaking of which, look at Led this T-shirt, Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Now, Led Zeppelin is is a weird anomaly because. Like Stairway to Heaven, like there's like a guy they took that from. It sounds exactly yeah, like Stairway. Identical. To, it's identical. There's but like a few. The there's 70s. a few things in Zeppelin's <laughs> repertoire that is just like, oh, you clearly like dazed that, and yeah. confused. Like yeah. they just took it, like yeah. stole it, borrowed it. Like it's obvious where they. And yet somehow, I don't know. What's how's the that deal with the from devil? Sampling. It's it's way well the. Don't get off. That's oh. totally different. Oh, yeah. Sampling is different. Sampling is like, that's different. Oh, yeah. They took, <laughs> uh, maybe it's not different. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> so, so when was the first time like you're on stage and you see like, was it nerve wracking? Like the first time like sort of Colin Quinn and Chris oh, came and first saw night. you? That's first night. First night. First so right week. away. Oh, first okay. week. Seinfeld drops in. Wow. You have to follow Ray Romano and Seinfeld. Nigga, I'm in six months. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I got to follow these dudes and host and bring them on stage. And Wow. Who was that bum? What was that like? It was it was it was like an out of, out of body experience. Who was the most supportive of like the all old of them. school? All, all of them. them. All of them. Isn't that true? All of them. Like geniuses. From Billy Bird to fucking. Really? Oh, really? Fucking Russ Maneve to fucking this. Everybody was Patrice. Like everybody yeah. was mad supportive of us. Uh, I got a lot of love. I was real blessed. Patrice yeah. ever give you shit? Gave me shit. That's why he loved me. He yeah. would come pick me up and we'd drop me back home uptown and just talk shit the whole time. Me and Patrice, I talk to that motherfucker all What'd the time. What did you learn from him? Everything. Every How to be an asshole. <laughs> How to be smart. I mean, How I to dissect. How to breathe and read people. How to read people. Oh, really? (laughs) Uh, He could see right through them to the bone marrow. How would he tell you how to read people? Just breathe and take it in. Let them talk. Let them give you what they're giving you. 
Right. Because people picked what they give you for a reason. Yeah. So even what they deliver to you, you go like this, is a reason behind it. Uh-huh. <laughs> no matter what the package is. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that motherfucker knew how to break people down. <laughs> Man, he was That's like a made people genius at that. Yeah, he was great. And like the whole relationship between men and women, too. He was like the first red be- pill master. Because he got to be a true fat boy growing up. On the outside, looking in at people having relationships. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like, you know, that's how you learn guitar. Right. <laughs> in your room by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. That's like, do you ever think to yourself, like, you were... You were there, you came up like in this sort of golden age. Yeah, Geraldo, Greg Geraldo. I was with these guys every day, Tom Rhodes. Fucking. Like that's crazy. It's bananas. It's not like David Tell, you used to go with David Tell and Tom Rhodes to the Stone Crow every night after mm-hmm. my sets at the cellar just to hang and just listen to them talk. I love that. It's right on the Dave's fucking, every night, the Stone Crow that used to be down on, uh, what is it on Washington or whatever down uh in the village? Mm-hmm. We used to walk around the corner. Tom Rhodes is when Tom was still living in New York, and uh, it was great, man. I mean, just the late night shit at the cellar, and like, it's just a good hang. It was just great. We'd be standing there for hours and hours just being around each other. That's how comedians are. Mm-hmm. We're like those robots and I robot. When he saw him in a storage container, they was all gathered in one corner, <laughs> mm-hmm. like they didn't spread out in a storage container. That's comedians. <laughs> That was the comedy table at the back of that storage container. When did it change in New York? I don't think it really changed. I think that's the, it's just, uh, it's more shows, like comedy's bigger now. People don't want to believe that. Comedy's actually bigger in New York than it ever been. Mm-hmm. So these show, a lot of shows turn into like just conveyor belts of shit. It's not about the show, it's about right. the next show. Yeah, making, and it's that can more about some, making money exactly. at the cellar. Exactly. Turning and quickly turning the room. Right, so it's not about the show that's going on, it's about the next show. Starting it, so you feel you can feel that energy when you're doing it too wrong. You know what I'm saying? You feel the rush and the push of it. It's, it's like you don't special. want that exactly, right? You don't want to make it McDonald's, nigga. You want to make it still something personal that people can come only there to get it. Yeah. And who like and it wasn't like that before. No, it was like one show or two shows at tops a night. Now it's fucking eight nine shows. Right. Uh, per club. Right. But you know you can still find the golden stuff in there. You know, but. It's just a lot of shows. What was it like the first time you saw Bill Burr? Oh, it's great, Billy. I grew up doing, you know, grew up doing it with Billy. Yeah, Billy's great. He's, I mean, he's he's came into himself. He used to get a lot of fucking uh, heat from the crowd because they used to hate him. He had, but he got the same thing that Chrissy got in him too. Like, like they got this. They give b- big push up front when they uh, working on the material, and it's gonna get a lot of heat and hate. But then once you work it, then it's gonna be like the greatest shit because you went through the rough part to get there. Huh, what do you mean by that? Just go through, people going like this, what the fuck you talking about? That ain't right. And then once you convey, 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 and you get your shit in and get the jokes in, it was Uh like this, the motherfucker funny, man. (laughs) The thing he said about that thing, I mean, that nigga crazy. Right. (laughs) So it's a thin line between that. Right, like, so it's like when you're working it out, the edgier something is, the more potential upside, like, the the sort of the harder to work it into, like, Acceptable. The heavy lifting, baby. It's heavy lifting. I yes. got a poem called Heavy Lifting. I there we go. Wrote. Yeah, man. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a process. Like, that's the process. But yeah. that's how Billy and Chrissy's, that's how they shit is. They go from that direction. I got a little bit of it in me, too. Like, what do you mean? But I, I go with the, the rough topics, yeah. and then I try to make it relatable with people and make them to go like this. Okay, that's a crazy topic, but this motherfucker got something here. He's got a point. He's got a point. Do you have any examples of that? Like, I do a whole Ted Bundy thing. Yeah. Okay. I go to a whole serial, whole Ted Bundy thing, but right. I break down Ted right. and the facts, and it's still hilarious. 
but it's dark as fuck. Right. <laughs> but it's funny as shit. <laughs> right. What is it about? Just the nature of like being a serial killer? No, it's, it's about him in Michael particular. Michael Jordan of It's about him. Killers. Are the Michael Jordan of serial yeah. killers? Yeah. I break the whole thing now. You got to come see the bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. You had an opportunity on, on Tuesday. Tuesday. He killed. That was a great uh, show, too, but, Tuesday. But your motto is also, which goes into all this, is jokes, jokes are only, only work. funny. I only if work if you, if you know, know stuff. Yeah. yeah. Jokes only work if you know stuff. Yeah. So it's, you, a, it's a responsibility on the audience, too, to not be dum dums. Yeah. Right. You have to be, like, yeah, you have to be. You got to have something clicking. You got to be yeah. able to, you know. <laughs> I always tell right. people he is a, he's a very witty comic, and his comedy is smart. And if you're not. On the same level, you're just not, it's not going to click. But if you lock in and pay attention, you go like this, okay, this is worth the journey. Right. Yeah. yeah. I hope you think that. <laughs> You'd be like this, this nigga ain't no Godfrey. <laughs> I love him, too. I love Godfrey. He's, he, he, I told him about the Thursday There's a lot too. of similarities between the two of Yeah, you. we've been performing together for 20 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Me, Godfrey, it. Artie, Tony, Greer Barnes, you know. That's pretty much all. Patrice. That's all the black comics from the cellar. When we, you know, from back in the day. Yeah, but it's a, it's, it's a good time in, uh, for comedy. I think. Who are your favorites now? Me. Uh, me. I, I still got the same favorites. You know, some dead like Patrice and Greg Giraldo. Some alive like Rock and you know Chappelle, and uh, you know, I like a lot of motherfuckers. I like a lot of comics. I just like a lot of comics. You might not even know their names, but. I just like a lot of comics. I, yeah. just, like, I think even if people think bad comedy, and I'm like, I like it all. Right. I mean, I'm going to pay for it all, but I like it all. I like hearing it all, even if it sucks. I'd be like, Sometimes I hear a joke that sucks, but like that, you feel good about it. Right. <laughs> it's still a good, you can still feel euphoria from here like this. That sucked. You know, that's what do you that think you, What do you think you like about it so much? I think uh, maybe because it's social and it's communal. I think the communal aspect of it, even though I try to act like I hate people, I really do need them. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. We are, we're a communal species. We're monkeys! Yeah, we need each other. Gotta clean bugs off each other's back, nigga. I need to find somebody <laughs> to clean bugs off of. <laughs> what, I, know, I don't have any bugs. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. He got it. You got to know stuff. So what about like the difference between being on stage, doing stand-up versus like podcasting and the stuff you do? Like, stage is better. Stage is better? It's always better. Stage yeah. is better because you know you're all the actors. You're the sound guy. You're the, mm -hmm. you're, you know, you're the director. You're the producer. You're doing all the roles. That's how I like it. But I like doing like TV stuff, like acting things. I have a new show mm -hmm. coming out on Amazon Harlem that uh, Tracy uh, Oliver produced. She did Girl Trip that Tiffany Haddish was in. Okay. But she got a new show, and Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Me, Jasmine Guy. Wow, uh, congratulations. Yeah, it's fun. It when is it coming out? It come out uh, this fall on Amazon called oh, Harlem. Harlem? Yeah, it's good. What's it about? It's just a comedy. It's about this young professional girl, a woman who um, comes back to New York. She works at Columbia. And, uh, yeah, it's just their life. And what do you play? I kidnapped the, I came in and kidnapped them bitches at the end. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Cast, cast typing right I there. I took it over. <laughs> but it's still funny. It's a funny role, but it's uh -huh. still a, a scary role. Oh, okay. So it was fun to play, man. They let me have fun and fucking ad-lib my shit. Is it, not, is, is it co comedy or is it drama? It's comedy. Oh, it's comedy. It's comedy. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's Sounds gonna, good. It's going to be good, man. It's, I'm really happy about it. Is it like a one season and done, or is it going to be recurring? Oh, uh, I think it's going to come back for another season. I think it already got picked up for another season. And are you going to And I'm on the season finale. I'm, I took over the whole season finale. Oh, really? So I took it over. So you'll be in season two, probably. We'll see. We'll Let's see. Hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And what about the stuff you do like with Greg 
what's his name? Guten. Gutfeld? Yeah, Gutfeld. Oh, that was yeah. a uh, Red Eye. Red I used, Eye. I used to do Red Eye on Fox News. I, yeah. I, yeah, I hosted it too several times. But um, Did you get any flack from that? Like, from being, no. like, from, yeah. Like, no. Yeah. What was Red Eye? Mean, it's, it's a funny what show. Is, it's a conservative it's show. Yeah, it's it was, conservative, but it's but funny. It's a funny show. It was a funny show on Fox News. It came on 3 a.m. It was hosted yeah. by Greg Gutfeld. Yeah. Trust me, though. But it, like in the, the rest of the country, though. came on at midnight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you watch it on YouTube anyway. It was huge. Anyway. It was big. Yeah, Why Amy Schumer stop? did it a bunch because he's uh, moved to like he had a three AM show, so they moved him up the dial, <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's like uh, five o'clock. Very the five, now, yeah. the five on Fox, but yeah. But so you never got any. Nobody ever gave you any crap for that. No, no, I got a lot of love from that show. Yeah, because people would still see me be me on there. Right, I, I did a bunch of shows on Fox News. I went yeah. on every show on Fox News. Hannity, nigga, I've been on Hannity. Yeah. Really? Nice. Yes, he threw me the yeah. football. I throw it on the ground. Let's get to work, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been on Hannity several times. He hates me. But he gotta have me on. He <laughs> hates you. Why? Because I give him shit. Like well, what? That's good though. It's I good. bust his balls. Give us the Hannity story. Other. Come it's on. Good to bust each I just try to get him to be himself. I was like, don't give me your talking points, dumb dumb. Wipe right. some of that makeup off your face and talk to me like a man. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't like to push back on that. He don't like that. He likes people coming in and just sucking up to him. Yeah. And that, I do when, not do that. When you were on the Fox stuff, were you more conservative? Had to watch what you say so you don't go to the extreme and no. do your regular act and get shit back from them. Not no, from I just I would just be myself. They like me to myself. Roger Ailes and me were like this nigga before Roger Ailes died, who ran fucking Fox News. Really? I used to go to that nigga office and have lunch. He'll tell me about his 17-year-old son spending his money. Desk. Feet up on the desk. The same <laughs> office that all the, allegedly all that stuff happened in. Right. <laughs> it was a bunch of couches in it, though, nigga, for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I did a lot of Fox News stuff. Wow. But I just do my own opinions on there. I, I like going there because when you do CNN and MSNBC, sure, you can get your points off, but everybody's pretty much saying the same things that you're saying. Right, it's an echo chamber. That's it, yeah, it's, it's boring. It's, it's better I when I want somebody to battle get, me. Yeah, like the battle's what's fun. The front line is where I go. That's why I'm with the Fox yeah. News. Anybody question that, I'll be like this. That's where the fight is. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Where you at? CNN niggas giving high fives to fucking Don Lemon? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And your podcast race is called Race Wars. Yeah, Race Wars. Yeah, and, and we you guys to... bring up like interesting topics, like kind of heated topics. Yeah, a lot. Greg's well, Greg Gutfeld was actually on my show before, and yeah. Ann Coulter's been on a bunch of times, and Milo. Yeah. And no, I think that's cool. Artie like, Lang. I, I like all those voices too. I'm yeah, like, I'm very open minded about Coulter. a lot. I, I like different. Hearing, Ann's been on several times. De- wow. Hearing from different sides of the political spectrum. Yes. to me that's interesting. That's it's what like, life is to and, me. And and plus, I'm not I'm not one way or the other. I have views that align with over here and views that align over here yes and I, I you know like this whole thing about like oh i have to say the agreed upon narrative or else i'm canceled fuck all that yeah fuck all that dumb shit fuck all that like <laughs> we're, like we are vast we contain we can have different opinions about stuff people yeah, be like exactly. how you have ann coulter on it's like nigga it's like first of all she, i got people in my family because she's interesting who, people like, in my family you know, who don't like, i don't agree with <laughs> right politically exactly it's like yeah. she's gonna come and show her point and then it ain't like you disagree with her on everything. She might no. like IPAs, nigga. Do you like right, IPAs? Right. <laughs> and, and plus, it's like people want to be angry. And they plus, can be. I like hearing from people I don't agree with. Agree with. with. Exactly. I like that. Like, yes. I can't imagine like unfollowing somebody. Like if somebody's speaking their their real mind My, right. on social media. I can't imagine being somebody like who and I don't agree say something I don't agree with. Yeah. 
I'm still going to admire them yep. for speaking their mind. Thank and you. I, and I'm certainly not going to unfollow them because they're if they're saying the not agreed upon narrative, I'm right. I'm tuning extra in. Right. I want to hear I, that I, side. I, I want to hear more of that. Like, yeah. okay, so at least you're thinking for yourself. Yeah. I might not agree with it. But I'm glad you're doing it. Thank God. And that's getting more and more valuable all the time. Other yeah. opinions, no matter how good or bad, always make my opinion better. Exactly. No matter how good or bad that is, yeah. it always makes mine better. Right. <laughs> so I want all of it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah. yeah. No, I admire, like, I was like, oh, he's on Fox News, too. It's like, like you know, I feel like that's an admirable thing to, have, to you know, cross over and do that. Yes. Go where the fight is. Go where the fight is. I totally <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and and are you developing race wars for um, TV? For TV? Or, it's possible. We had a couple you, offers about yeah, okay. it already, but, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Like, Sony came to us about it a couple years ago, yeah. but. We'll see. What do you what What do you think of the whole podcasting thing? Like, uh, like we're like what a hundred and twenty something episodes, hundred and twenty six nice. episodes into this. It's like, you know, we like it, we enjoy it, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's like fun. it's 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 a it's a thing. It's a grind. Like well, we to do get, it ourselves. We we're do like, it all ourselves. We're independent. No... We're still right. looking for like sponsors and right. all that. Do you have a, any of that energy coming in at you? Yeah, 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 definitely. You all have yeah, all that. We going have some on. couple sponsors already. Yeah, that's four hundred and something episodes. How long did it take you to get to get that going? Uh, some came quick, some left, like then some came back in. 40 episodes. That's no. <laughs> asking for Just a friend. Asking for a friend. How Plus, long we had like, we had like the guys from Stand Up New York. Like uh, they were giving us like we had like um, advertisers who wanted to come in from the jump with them. So mm -hmm. so we always had like somebody around, like some advertisers around. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like I some, mean. Yeah. It's Some come and go. It's, it's come a lot of work, isn't it? It is a lot of work. How often do you guys put episodes up? Uh, every week. Every I've been week. Doing it every week. And where do you film? Or do you film, uh, or is right. it just audio? No, now we we film. We was doing Zoom for the last year or so, but we uh, taped it uh, before that. We were at uh, the stand. Yeah. We taped a couple at uh, the Comedy Cellar, there, their room upstairs, uh -huh. and at uh, Stand Up New York, the upstairs there. We was there for the longest. Oh, okay. And then we was on Sirius XM as well. So that's we used to do awesome. it live from Sirius, yeah. Yeah, then that's like, then you got like the team behind yeah, you. Yeah, 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 that was yeah, cool. That's what we need to get to. He wouldn't do any Zoom. He refused. I'm a stickler for quality. I'm, I'm a video guy and, yeah. and a video audio His guy. Video is like, attached to video. I can't <laughs> unless it's a, unless it's a four camera setup in person with high end audio. I'm not. I'm not doing some shitty he Zoom. He won't go to yeah. Zoom. It's it's, it's, like, it's, dude, it's almost over I don't now. I want to listen. The zoom stuff. Maybe, not over, but bro, I don't maybe, want to listen. Maybe like who, who wants to like, listen to dude, a Zoom? Like, a Zoom recording on a. It's just like terrible audio sucks. It's like. But if the audio is okay, then you can. Yeah. Yeah. You're a perfectionist, though. I'm not a perfectionist. Well, People running around the park listening be, on a, uh, like they they don't, they they don't don't care. You, you got to be proud of what you put out there. You can, yeah. yeah. But sometimes That's you just like, got to get it out. As long as they can hear it. But also, like, sometimes. I hear you, though. I understand. We're limited in that. His ego is limiting us. Well, you, you also have to understand. It's like this I, is the lead singer of I our band right here. This, I, is, I, I this book, is the guy that won't huh. fucking. He wants no brown M and M's. Fucking, fucking Axel. This is, <laughs> is Axel Rose but over give here, me some dude. Credit, it's like seriously, he I shows up late. Axel. I book the pod. I set it up. He I does, do the does. video, the audio, the editing, the post, the posting. It's, it's right. a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And we gotta do weekly too. What you gotta do? Yeah, pretty much. We've been going. 
When, and uh, actually, we first, never we didn't miss a beat. Really, the first six months, we put out two episodes. I'll a tell week. you what, because we had back two a week bro, for because, six months. Wow, I was supposed to go on tour for like two and a half months right when COVID hit. Yeah, so we backlogged a bunch of episodes. Right. So when COVID hit, we could still stay. We stayed. Yeah, no, regular. but I'm talking the beginning oh, that's when great. we started 2019. Uh, we did. He was like, "Let's do it twice a week," and we put out. Two full episodes. That's a full that's, four. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot for six no. full months, and then we're like, okay, let's go to once, once a week. A week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. I got out two a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a workhorse. And, uh, yeah. and people come through New York a lot, like you know. Yeah. So it was yeah. easier to get guests. Where now the pandemic, it's it's locals. We've resorted to comedians. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, his whole thing. I work at Uber Eats. They went to interview. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man. His whole thing with like bringing in all the comedians yeah. and the whole crew, like, is like that's been awesome. For oh us. yes, yeah. Because yeah. we not like the chip chat. about comedy though too, which I like. Like yeah. we had one John Laster. We had on. Oh yeah. One of our favorite episodes. He goes deep, John. He goes no. deep into manifestation and like the secret and stuff like that. <laughs> no, but I mean, I like it. I like it too. I'm but I gotta hippie. tease a nigga yeah, about it. Yeah, you, backstory he, with drugs. I'm gonna get him jump that it's Oprah Book Club. Yeah. <laughs> his addiction. Story, oh yeah, he had a, like, yeah, he had, great yeah. stories. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. manifesting like lots Woo. of amazing stuff. In yeah, his life, no though. question about it. Yeah, he's what a, a blessing. Do you have anything like along those lines? Like nope. in terms of, that's not what's up. What what. Like, like with manifestation or anything like that or like spirituality or anything like that? I mean, I'm I'm spiritual, but I'm not like, you know. Yeah. I think we all are connected. Right. And the more we try to fight it, the more, you know, you're going to be in pain. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's true. I agree. We are one. Yep. Yeah. Ah, look at me. Uh, well, no, I... <laughs> With all these people you've had on, and I'm assuming you've been on stage, so you don't have stage fright, this, that, or the other, but did you ever have a guest on your podcast or a comedian you met where you were, like, starstruck or, like, oh, my God, it's this guy? I remember in, just in life, maybe not in my podcast, but uh, in life, I remember when I first met, uh, when I only met Bill Russell. It was, like, like the SNL 40th, I think it was, the 40th anniversary of SNL. Uh-huh. And Bill Russell was there. Right. And me and Tone saw him, nigga, and it's, we each hugged a leg <laughs> and wouldn't let go. He had to walk when I was on his legs. That's funny. <laughs> got 10 rings. Yeah. Two as a player coach, 11 rings, 10, two as a player coach. So like, the sports crazy. guy, not a comedian. But he was like more a... of a, he's more than a sports guy. We wasn't even Celtics fans, but right. that's Bill fucking Russell, man. Yeah. That's Bill Russell, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than sports. He played in Boston. Boston's races now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this nigga was the biggest star there. The coach and a player won him championships. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and was like he's just a smart dude, What'd well you talk read. About? I cried most of the time. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. Me and Tone hugged his legs and just weeped. <laughs> I was a grown man, nigga. I was trying to get pussy that night. <laughs> but yeah, Bill Russell was a one of the good ones. What was he friendly? He's friendly as shit. He laughed and was patting us with his big hands. Yeah, <laughs> we was. I lost it. That motherfucker means something to like my pops, my fucking uncles, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it was a different thing. It was like seeing him through their eyes. Right. That's the that was a different thing. It's a it was different like thing. Generational yes. starstruckness. It's like Black History Month shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this. Yeah, uh, no, I bet. This nigga meant more than basketball to a lot of people. When people thought we couldn't even fucking be intelligent enough to not play but coach, coach and f- yeah. Dude, <laughs> it meant a lot. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool, man. 
Bill Russell. And I'm a, I was a Laker fan. Next, and I ain't like the Boston, but that nigga is bigger than that. <laughs> hey, fuck that. Yeah. Wept. You, like, are, my mother would have been like, my mother would have lost it on that. Right. I was like, ah. Oh. Are you a boxing fan? Yeah, I like boxing. What did you, did you see the Mayweather uh, thing that just happened? Press conference with no. Logan Paul? No, what happened? Oh, it's him and Logan Paul. They fighting. They fighting? June yeah. something. June, okay. June 6th, I think. And Logan's the Facebook fighter, right? Yeah. Like an Instagram <laughs> fighter. YouTube YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Against the greatest boxer of all time, just about. I mean, one of them. Mayweather's get getting $100 million for that, by the way. So what does he care? I don't know. That's amazing. Let me punch this guy out and have it. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. But follow. I'm saying the other kids making money, too. They both going to make a lot. Of money, yeah. yeah. But he built it up. He, you know, he built it up on YouTube. He knocked out some good fighters. Yeah, so yeah. all you need is the hype. It's all in your yeah, mind. You just need fame. Fame. Yeah. Were they fighting in Vegas? I don't. Yeah, oh, pro- no. I think so. Yeah, hard, hard rock in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> hard rock in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, but it's weird. It's a weird one. It's. A, it feels like, I don't know, sort of the dismantling of 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 boxing culture on some level. Though it too. can be, or it can be great for it. Yeah. I think it's more eyes on boxing now because of that dumb kid, too. That's true. That YouTube dude, he's got eyes on boxing. Yeah. So I think it's all good. It yeah. depends on how you use those eyes. Yeah. It's up to the fucking in- the industry to fucking make what those eyes mean to you. That's true. Not the fucking eyes that's looking. <laughs> you yeah. make it work. But they all crooked. So somebody else got to be in charge of American boxing. Right. For it to be a legitimate thing. Like UFC is more legit than boxing. <laughs> I know. It is. It is. These what days. the fuck? Yeah, it's is weird. Don, what's the Don? What's his name? Don King. Is he still around? Yeah, Don King's still around. I don't know if he's still promoting, but he, uh, he, Don he, put, he made it serious a little, didn't he? He, we made, he made the big fights. Serious. He brought the big fights together. Right. But um, as far, but it's still like an underbelly of like crookedness to it mm. that you don't have in the UFC. Right. You don't even have that stigma on it. Yeah, that seems legit. Right. So I think that YouTube kid and put more eyes on it and make boxing more legit in that way. So more eyes on it is going to make it better, I think. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I will say this. Logan Paul is a lot bigger than Floyd Mayweather, but still. It's the sweet science, baby. I know. He, he it's was the on sweet the science. He, like, it's going to just be, it's going to be ridiculous, isn't it? No, I think uh, Logan will last for a while, but I think he's just going to get wore down. Yeah. I think he was on the Mickey Mouse Club when he was young. Oh, oh, was he? But, yeah. But he Floyd might Mayweather yeah. is like stunning. He's because Floyd's stunning. been dodging fucking professional punches <laughs> since he was two yeah. years old from his father. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it wasn't even legal for him. But he was in there like uh, <laughs> at two. <laughs> Yeah, you have to start young. You have to start young. You can't beat a child abuse motherfucker who got child abused by a champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Uh, that's a bit right uh, there. <laughs> his whole life he's been dodging the best punches. Right. <laughs> Speaking of fame, a lot, uh, you're, you, a lot of people you know, Chris and, and Michael Che, who you told me you were friends with? Yeah, yeah, Chase, my friend. All like sort of went like the SNL route. And did you did that opportunity ever come up for you? Did you ever want? That? I, I always wanted to be on SNL, and of course. But no, I never. Then opportunity never came around. Came around. There was no like you couldn't pull any strings for an audition or this, that, or the other. No, I think I might have sent in something early on. Chris couldn't make it happen for you. No, what? Well, that's not how work, life works. Well, <laughs> to give you an audition, to give you like to get you on audition. You know I'm a grown man, right? To get you on, uh, yeah, that's but, a you classic Ehud question, yeah, I do. I 
know. Don't take that personal. Yeah, yeah He asks yeah. me questions like that every day. Yeah, he yeah, just hand bro. you the throne? <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying hand you the throne, but get you on audition. Did you audition? Uh, No, I didn't audition. Okay. But I like to do my own shit. Oh, me and but, Tone. but you wanted it. Yeah, I, wanted, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have said no to it, but right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go that route to get it. Right. And Lauren never saw you and like. I was, don't think so. No. I knew. Uh, Is it too late? Uh, I don't. I have no idea. Do you I'm still like, want it now? I don't think it's too really, late, no. but nobody no, wants to really. be on stage. But Saturday I would Night still Live take anymore. it. You would still take it. Yes. Why would I take that? All right. How did uh, still SNL? What's the relationship with Che and you? Uh, we're good friends. Me, I love Che. I was just with him two days ago. That's my family. Nigga. I gave birth to him. He slid out of my vagina. Right. So man, China. I got some good uh, footage from uh, when I did the lottery show at the comic strip. I used to produce a show, the lottery show. We produced it, but I had like Rich Voss and Patrice and everybody judging the new guys coming in. And I got Che's episode. He wants that episode so bad. It's uh, I forget. I think Patrice it was Patrice, Voss, and I think it was Modi might have been the other judge on that episode. But it's like Che's one of his first times at the comic strip. Yeah, it's great. I'm holding over his head. I'm gonna make him pay a hundred thousand dollars for it. So he can afford uh, it. weed is legal now, isn't it? Uh, I never knew it was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's legal now in New York. Yeah, Some, but we still me. can't smoke down here. Oh, no, no, I don't yeah. know that. Yeah, no, no. You can't smoke inside. Really? No, no. Not, oh, I mean, well, you nuts. Right. Still We've smoked in here before, though. Vaped. Oh, uh, yeah. No, nah, we smoked full-on weed in here before. Oh, with who? With who? Yeah. We've, had, I mean, we've I would, smoked with a I couple I thought he guests. could smoke a spliff if he wants to. Nah, nah if nah, it was a vape outside. thing, I'd let him do yeah, it. Yeah, I'd do it outside. Yeah. I don't okay. want to I don't wanna, I don't be a dick. I started eating yogurt because I thought you were about to smoke it. This is my addiction. <laughs> Honey and yogurt. So you went from yeah. that other stuff to the yogurt now. Yeah. What's that, marmalade? Honey. <laughs> Honey. Some shit. <laughs> Italian raw honey. <laughs> you eat like a vegan runaway, nigga. Bro, I, I ran from uh, from Brooklyn all the way to the West Village before this and did a yoga, a hot yoga class. Today? Today. Holy shit. Yeah. I, don't let the suit fall. All you. right. So you did all that earlier today. <laughs> I killed it today. You said he was going to have a busy month. I have to be like, I, I, get I have to go extreme the other way if I'm like losing all the bad habits i have to give right. myself a bunch of good habits oh uh, it's like the dopamine to de- replace the it yeah dopamine detox i agree to replace yeah. that yeah you gotta replace it i like your voice though do you ever do any like singing or anything like no that? i do voiceover voice stuff yeah. yeah voiceover yeah i do a bunch yeah, of that it's good yeah. yeah you should consider singing oh shit i'm gonna start comedy you start singing let's do it I you think can open for each i sung some songs with mayor with john mayor he's a good friend of mine oh really yeah yeah Damn. Nice. who don't you know no, he this knows, guy. He the DA? <laughs> <laughs> a good lawyer? <laughs> I know a couple of those. <laughs> I said I grew up with Jews. And I <laughs> so what's next? What's next in life? Uh, shows tonight. I got a bunch of shows tonight and all weekend. What's what? today? Saturday? Friday? 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 Yeah, all weekend. Oh, Friday, Friday night. I'll be at the cellar and uh, the stand and somewhere else. The New York Comedy Club. New York Comedy Club and uh, cellar tonight. I know you're not at the cellar. What time are you on at the cellar tonight? Eight o'clock. I think my first show is eight. Really? Eight fifteen. Can we come? Yeah, come through. You should see. I've seen him a billion times. Hit me but up. Yeah, I guess we could come. All right. Yeah. You want to maybe go? Yeah. Hit tonight? me up. Let me see if uh, they got some room over there. See if they do. They might not. Yeah. I would love to they see. They probably it. won't. But yeah. Oh, tomorrow too. I got a bunch too. So not today. Tomorrow. All right. You know they sell out over there. But Sherrod 
is gonna start a series at City Winery on Every Thursdays, Thursdays in June. Oh, really? In June, in baby. Yeah. Okay, that's, cool. That's where we. we I got a big go. art show up there right now. Yeah. Oh, do you? All, all my paintings, yeah, upstairs. Oh, I would check that out. You gotta check it out. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do, go into the loft and do some charity shows. Sell some paintings for. Uh, Not on Thursdays. To help feed no. homeless people. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll be around. Okay, bet. Yeah, man. We gotta yeah. link up. We'll definitely link up, yeah. for sure. I was happy to meet. I've been a f I really have seen you in the last 10, 15 years in the cellar multiple times. Yeah. And then when Will introduced us, I was happy to finally connect with you. Ditto, man. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be great things. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so is, what do we got left? Anything else? Um, no, I was, I was just going to geek out and ask some Chris Rock <laughs> questions. But, like, I, I don't know his trajectory. Like, we, we started the conversation. You were like, he was already bringing chicks in. But when did, and I know we're interviewing you and not him, mm -hmm. um, but when he start, how did he start, how did he get to that point where, he, like, I've only heard about him since Saturday Night Live. I wasn't well, he was on Saturday Night Live for a couple of years. He got fired prior. like everybody else. <laughs> and then he had to hit the road. But and he that's was big already, it's, or that made he him was big? big. No, SNL made him big. So, but he, he had some name before that, but SNL made him big. Right. And then once he got fired from SNL, then he went on the road and did Bigger and Blacker. He went on the road because he was like he was scared. He didn't know what Bigger the fuck and life Blacker was. Blacker was right after he got fired. Yes, yes, that was massive. That was massive. But he was nervous and didn't know what life was going to take him. What road it was, SNL was gone. So and then he went to uh, In Living Color, but In Living Color got canceled right away after he went over to there. Mm -hmm. So he went on the road and was banging out fucking road gigs and building a special. And then I came out with Bigger and Black, and the rest is history. And before that, when you guys were hanging out as kids, he would just tell jokes. Or was he always? Yeah, he was fun? an asshole. He was just yeah. We were younger, so yeah, a funnier that older. Period, yeah, yeah, he was just mean to us. <laughs> we just thought he was mean. <laughs> but that just goes to show you there's a lesson. There's a lesson in that though. Like he gets fired from SNL, and yeah. then, and then in Living Color gets canceled. canceled. It's like that rock all, bottom. All that resistance is what may, is what lifts up the airplane up yep. off the ground, yep. and that's what gave him that special. And just failure like, holy, lit the failure. fire. Failure lit, lights the fire. So just remember that, kid. Best teacher I ever had is failure, baby. Oh yeah, easily. What? Give us an example. You just learn from your mistakes. Right. You gotta you gotta learn from it, or you're yeah. just gonna be doomed to repeat it. That's right. So don't fucking shun mistakes. Fucking learn from them. They're there yeah. for a reason. Yeah, get out there and make mistakes. Yeah, you, how are you going to do it right if you don't know how to do it wrong? Hey, get out there and mess up your reputation, everybody. That's right. Drop those draws. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Do that freaky thing. Mess it all up. Go for social shame. Don't run from that. Here's to that. Cheers that's, to that. That's the tequila. That's the melted ice. So don't. That's melted ice? I, I had ice for you when you came. I was gonna... <laughs> this is a classy joint, man. <laughs> I didn't want you to think that was both tequila. I ordered that melted ice. I said, if I see ice in there, that's not melted. Right. <laughs> you know, when I make ice at home, I make it with spring water. Just saying. I don't want that fluoride. Oh, for real? Yeah, I don't do tap water. That's, in a New York City? Yeah. Nah, don't do it. I Stop only it. do it's it. Got fluoride. It helps your teeth, you animal. You know what? <laughs> you animal. <laughs> <laughs> Who ever said fluoride? No fluoride in this house. <laughs> what? Okay, so what else? What else can we get? What else can we get from you for for the kids out there? Uh, give I, us some. Give I us would some ask, words. what was your worst show? Give us some words of wisdom. Uh, I got nothing. Uh, the entire thing was words of wisdom. I know. Yeah. Well, I like I'm all trying, out. I'm trying to wring out the last bit of wisdom. Jokes all are out. only funny He's, if you that's know. What, there you go. Jokes only work if you know stuff. And then also the one thing you said in one another interview, which was just like, 
when the crowd's kind of being rough, you kind of like go, the smart people help out the dumb people. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just tell people, to, you know, yeah. I might is mention that. that. Is that smart it? Smart people help the dumb people. Yeah. Smart people help the dumb people. Yeah. It's like cattle prodding. Yeah. <laughs> God, can you believe how sh- like how much like cattle human beings turned out to be? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It freaks me out. Yeah. Well, the, they're made from the same things the other cattle's made from. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> same materials. Move. <laughs> same materials. Yeah. All right, ma'am. Cool. Thank you for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. Fun times, guys. Where can Did you enjoy it? You? Yes, Sorry. go to my, I'll get my Instagram. You know, my Instagram got hacked, but I think I'm going to get it back today or tomorrow. I was looking for your Instagram. Hacked me. They hacked me. Some it's dude not, from Turkey. It's not me there. It. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to get it back today or tomorrow, though. I'll let you know. But it's Sherrod, at Sherrod Small. And your okay. And then a, a, uh, Twitter is Sherrod uh, underscore Small. And then a website, smallworldcomedy.com. Okay. Small World Comedy. Thank you, my friend. And Thanks he asked if really... you enjoyed it. So oh, of course I did. Yes. question off. This was fun as shit. Thanks for having okay, me. good. I didn't even know it was this much room down here. Yeah. I've been in this place a million times. There's a lot of history in this building. Yeah, a lot of history in this yeah. building. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know this area. All right, kids. All right, next. Thank Thank you, God bless. Sherrod. Thank you, Peace. Joe. Thank you. Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated.